Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Achievers, this is episode 83 of the Next Level Author podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step by step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black, and here with me every week is Daniel Wilcox. Hey, Dan. Hey, buddy. How you been? You've been MIA for like ever. I know. Do I look like I've been away forever? I feel like I've been away. I feel You're like I've rejuvenated. Had yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't feel long enough, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like four days. But um, yeah, I do feel like I've had a break. It was very nice to get away. It was very nice to not be in my house. Now, the irony is I actually had to work whilst I was out there. <laughs> mm. And I did work quite hard on um, a, a presentation for this weekend. It's not finished. I've got to work on it for the rest of the day and tomorrow uh, to get it done. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, yeah, it was lovely to be away. Anyway, um, check in. How's your week been without me? I was checking in. No, I know, but I'm running this episode. So your turn first. Oh, Jesus, where are we? My week has been... Oh, no. The postman's about to knock on the door. Oh, stop. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. We'll fill the silence while we wait for Mr. Postman. Mm -mm. Let me guess. It's motherfucking books for Sasha. It's not. Is it? Is it? And here we have Sasha. (laughs) Uh... I need to work on my French and so many other accents. We'll just, I mean, this is staying. This is all going to stay in in the recording. Just for people listening. Sasha Sasha is perving on on the male ladies. You're saying mean things. And I'm not saying anything mean. And this is all staying, just so you know. No. It's happening. It's it's there. We're moving on. Um, Was it books? No. Hmm. I'm I'm suspicious. My giant parcel. Um which has, is containing um, under-desk baskets so I can put my mini-mac in, in it so it's not on the table. That's exciting. So my week has been good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty exciting as a, as a, a gadget geek. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I don't know. Dan, do you actually to... want to get on with it and tell me about your week? I, I'm trying to. If you'll stop interrupting me, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain my week. My week has been... Um, start with Monday. Start with Monday? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> I just asked. Right, know. what are we? Like 23 minutes into the episode, let's say good morning. <laughs> so my week has been very, very interesting is, is the word I'm going to use because I have managed to get myself into a very good place mentally. I have managed to get into a very good place um, productively. I was very... And I've, I've said this a few times on the podcast, I tend to get into realms of fog where I struggle to kind of see what I'm working on and what's working and all that kind of stuff. And so Monday when, you know, I should have been doing a thousand other things, I put pause on myself and I just stopped and I slammed loads of stuff on my whiteboard, as people can probably see on um, YouTube, and basically just reassessed a lot of what I'm working on so I could clearly see what the next few months held for me and what I'm working towards and all that kind of stuff. In many ways, I have definitely grown a lot with my business over the last couple of weeks um actually with the business itself and in terms of how I'm viewing the business I have a lot of very exciting stuff going on in the background which I've been attending to this week and that's growing that's building um I I I hate teasing stuff on here (laughs) no I don't um but I've got some very cool stuff coming in 2022 um that people can watch out for but on top of all that on Monday part of the reason that I was I also stopped to plan and everything else is because my fingers are now at the point in which it really hurts to type and um it's isolated solely to my fingers and I'm sure that you know I put this on a few forums and those people come back with um advice some of it useful some of it less so um not that I don't appreciate anyone sort of sending some stuff over I'm sure that I'll probably get some more of that after announcing this on the podcast again but I I have had to learn dictation I have had no choice really like other than to employ techniques in which you use pens to type to take some of the stress off my fingers and also just to explore 
what dictation options are available in order to get work done. So I wrote a blog post on Monday entirely with my voice. I spoke, I think I've done about 4,000 words through dictation this week. Um, but that does also then mean that you have to edit and go back through and clear up anything that hasn't been picked up. I have been experimenting with how to dictate while walking and trying to deal with wind buffers, seeing whether or not the dictation will work in cars, seeing whether that's something I just have to do at home, which as I don't know, it, it, I find dictation more difficult at home because I'm, I'm living with my parents at the minute. I get very conscious of speaking out loud to the stuff that normally you process in your head and then type with your fingers. Um, and there's a big educational jump to be had. I have made strides this week in voice methods, in voice to text methods um, on my phone and on the computer and everything else. But it still definitely needs a lot of work. And because of how I'm currently set up with my ghostwriting with deadlines and things, it's, a, it's basically come at a real inopportune moment. So I've had to really look at my business, really look at what I'm working on, cut back on a lot of things that were taking up brain space just so I can focus on ways to get the words down. And coming back to what I, I started with this week before I was interrupted 50 times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that. Oh, uh, that made me want to give you a cuddle. Ah, that was like, so, your dickish behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but no, circling this back, like I'm glad that it happened this week at a point in which like I feel productive and I have mental clarity because it's meant that I've just gotten on with it. And I've just, you know, it's in a way it's been nice because I've been learning a new skill and all that kind of stuff in a way. It's not so nice because when I'm learning, I like to be in a position where I choose to learn rather than have to learn. Um, and I'm still, you know, like I say, just getting to grips with huh, the irony of grips with sore fingers Um, <laughs> trying to get to grips with how to make it work. Um, but also balancing my business. And it has meant that in terms of goals and things, I've realigned stuff slightly to shift some priorities you know without getting too vague um but yeah that's 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 really been my week so in in many ways I've leveled up um with my business I feel very very good about where I'm heading and the planning and things I'm working on but it does also mean that I am having to cut back in terms of how many words I'm putting that aren't for myself Mm. which is painful and just for perspective just for new listeners and for people that I, I haven't mentioned this to you like I do write a lot and I get why my fingers will be hurting and I'm looking at methods to sort of alleviate that. I'm trying to rest and do exercises and stuff. Um, but on an average month, I will write anywhere from 60 to 100,000 words just on client work, not including my own stuff and blogs and everything else. So I, I think I put it out into one of the groups that we're in. I've written 11 books this year. Since the beginning of 2020, that brings my total book count up to 36 books. And I've normalized that output. And I'm really, one of the, the things I'm really struggling with mentally right now is trying to peel that back and understand that that's not like a typical pace. It's okay <laughs> to slow down because you just get on the treadmill. And like I say, you just normalize the things that you're doing. So yeah, I'm trying to peel that back, find a way in which I can slow down on that production wheel so I can focus on other things because I have a lot of assets behind me at this point. I can market, I can leverage, I can do stuff with. So I'm trying to switch that focus a bit. So that's my week. Love it. How about how about yours, gallivanting off in Holland? Yeah, well, um, I no, I love, I love, I actually, as you're talking, I was reminded of something, a quote that you told me once, which that is something along the lines of change only happens at desperation or inspiration. And yeah. you've had to change because of desperation this week. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, you just sort of threw me back to that um quote. That um, quote changed my life. Yeah, I that, that it changed is a so much quote. in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um so my week has been good. It started out with a new hairdo. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. So I have now have purple hair, uh, purple and pink hair, which I love. Um, it has been washed once since, so it's not no, quite as Sasha. bright as it was. I oh, know. Jesus. I know, but literally, like, you can only wash it. I can only wash it, like, once a week. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's that. But anyway, um, I mean, like, that's all I wash my hair anyway, so <laughs> curly hair does not like being washed. Um what else yes then I got on a plane um I have to say my anxiety was sky high getting on the plane and it was actually very very similar to before um there was almost no difference they just check like an extra piece of paper and that is it um and that has relieved a lot of my anxiety and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna plan loads of other trips now um yeah so and go back to traffic I mean the only 
the only thing is where the countries do require PCR tests, um, it's really expensive. It's like mm-hmm. an extra 240 quid on top of your flights, which is a lot. That's like a, that's the flight and hotel for one person. If you do yeah. a weekend trip or whatever. So, um, yeah, but I am going to think about um, um, going. I've also made some decisions, uh, which I can't talk about on here. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, only because... Um, only because uh, the people involved or who will be affected by those decisions need to know first. Um, but oh no, oh no, <laughs> it's all this over. Is, this is the foreshadowing. It's the end of next level authors. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've made some decisions, and uh, those those now I need to take action on. Um, but I'm very excited. Yeah, so there's that. Um, yes. Yeah, I think just being away gives you perspective and reminds you of things. Oh, massively! And I love that feeling of coming back from like a, a week or like a few days somewhere and just being like, clarity. "Yeah, life's a bit different now." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is a bit different now. Yeah, and I think that all of the the blocks were there, um, mm. but it takes it takes a moment of decision. And I always talk about this, how there's two types of, well, there is only one type of decision, but there are decisions and then there's a decision. Decision. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh And when you make the latter, the universe like gets out of its own way, gets out of your way and stuff. So Uh um, yeah, I made a decision. So yeah, but that always happens when I go away. And I think I was waiting for that to make this particular decision. So nice. That's exciting. Mm. um yeah and then also mentally I've sort of been um blocking and planning next year and where I want my focus to be because I have cleared out so much from this year um and um I'm sort of deciding where I want things to go and like what I'm going to be doing and how I'm going to make a fuck bucket of money next year. So there's that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2022 is going to be very interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm very excited. I am full of knowing about next year. So was I in 2019, mm. the end of 2019. I knew so much of what was going to happen. But you don't have self-assurance. <laughs> that's the difference i'm full of knowing about i, mean, I have some self-assurance it's just not in my me. strengths yeah it's not in your strengths i'm not knowing about what the world and life will bring i'm just knowing about what i'm gonna do anyway okay level up what what level up so this week's level up is brought to us by rob hewitt who says got the copy edits back from my debut novel from my editor ordered and gave feedback on the first draft of the cover, took five days off from the full-time day job and saw my mum for the first time in over a year, stupid COVID. Created a newsletter, onboarding sequence and binge listened to at least 10 episodes of the Next Level Authors podcast, Time for Wine. I love that. There's so much there. There's so much there that is just exciting stuff rolling with that book and just that author career. So congrats, Rob. And thank you for being an avid listener of the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Mm. Uh, No new patrons this week, but if you... If you would like to become a patron and join us uh, for our Next Level Author Q&As, which are monthly, then you can by visiting patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Notices. Do you have a notice, darling? Um, I do in a way. So basically, it's going to be quite a short notice for people that listen to this on the Tuesday that this goes live, which will be the 2nd of November. uh, It really is your last chance if you do want to jump into the boot camp um, for NaNoWriMo. So Everything officially will have launched yesterday. If you're a patron, ignore this kind of timeline that I'm, I'm spelling. Um, but everything will have launched officially yesterday. But it really is your last chance. If you want to get over to um, my boot camp and get involved in Samsung Word in November, then it basically closes by the midnight of the second. So that's your last chance to get involved. Cool. I don't think I have a notice. Um... You have a masterclass coming up. Oh, that'll we'll be over, it. it? Yeah, we'll have oh, done it by then. Um, the masterclass will time. be for sale, though. Um, so I'm give, but I don't know if it will be sale by the time this goes live because I'm going to transcribe everything, uh, upload all of the stuff and things um, on Thinkific and put it up. Um, I have also decided the next masterclass. <sighs> mm-hmm. 
my only hesitation in talking about it is that I don't know if I'm going to put it before Christmas or after. There are reasons for doing both. Um, and so I don't want to talk about it until I have decided. So this podcast just has turned into like, here are all the things that we can't tell people that are coming off in the next few months. Well, look, I'm telling people I'm going to do another one. So there's that. Like there is another yeah. masterclass coming up. I just um <laughs> I just don't want to commit to something before I can commit to it. So mm, there we go. Um okay, thing of the week. Oh shit. Oh, I've that got loads. Think, what have you enjoyed? <laughs> so much this just week? happened in like I know. one second. <laughs> uh, uh. Sorry, that really tickled me. Oh man. Um my thing of the week is that uh, last night, or what would be Thursday the 28th of October, um, I ran the welcome for bootcamp. So last year, because bootcamp was very much brand new and I'd never run one before, we, we basically dived straight into mini welcomes and then writing during November. And this year, what I wanted to do was have an hour beforehand where people can get to know each other. We can sort of like talk. I can give a bit of info about how the bootcamp's going to run for people that were new. And I mean, it's, it's just really exciting. I met a lot of new people yesterday that have jumped over into a boot camp that are going to be tackling nano together um, because of what was really nice was like we had a, a really full Zoom room. And um, I say, I don't, let me try that again. I don't mean nice, but what was really, um, I guess it was nice to me in a way. So we had a full Zoom room, but then that was only half of the people that signed up to nano because of like time differences and stuff where people couldn't make it. Um, so it's recorded for people who haven't yet seen the message over in the um, activated or for Slack and I've popped that up for people. Um, but yeah, just, just the fact that it's here, it's happening. We've got a bunch of new people. Um, I mean, in the last month, which this also blows my mind, slight side note. So activated authors, I, pushed to soft launch at the end of september it feels like it's been open for three months already and it's only just been about four weeks and what's really nice is that the membership inside has basically tripled in the month which is like really really nice for me just to see people jumping in and getting involved lots of those involved in nano as well um so yeah that's that's my thing is just you know meeting all these really excited authors about to slam the words that kind of um trepidation and and um excitement buzzing about attacking the challenge and getting it done because that first week is really where that hits its high Mm. and so yeah we're about to we're about to dive into the waters and it's gonna be a lot of fun i enjoyed so many things last week i enjoyed having my hair done i enjoyed ordering my mini mac new computer setup i enjoyed traveling i enjoyed ordering i enjoyed ordering a free write um i enjoyed (laughs) (laughs) dasha i know i know I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. It arrives tomorrow. <laughs> You're on the fence for so long and then you convince yourself uh, out of it. And now the thing is, I, I follow that mental journey. I've been there many times myself. Do I get one? Do I? No. Yeah, I'm going to order is, it. It adds into your basket. Then you go, no, I'm not going to. Then you're like, I literally, no, I don't need it. I can't tell you how many times it went in and out of my basket. Yeah. And then like, you have that one day where you just go, oh, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um yeah yeah um so uh why did I order it I ordered it oh god my hang on a sec my whatsapp is going off um how do I close this quick um I ordered it because I'm gonna write more words next year and um if it doesn't work I'm gonna give it 30 days which conveniently is over nano and if it doesn't work I can send it back, can't I? So, because you get 30 days. So, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll get rid of it. Um, My money is on you not sending it back. Well, let's see if it works first. Because if Mm -hmm. it works, I won't send it back. If it doesn't, I will. (laughs) Um, That's sort of uh, how I reasoned it in my brain. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just been a great week. I'm in a good place still. I really enjoyed creating the masterclass. It only feels like it's half done because there's so much I want to put into it. That's unusual for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not, that's sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So there's no confessional. Um, although we are talking, we are talking about our quarterly goals each week now, aren't we? So what are, what are our quarterly goals? So just as a reminder, mine are um, to move house, which is going forward. I complete next Friday, which is very, very exciting. And so um, basically once internet is in the place, which I'm going to be sorting out today, then I'll be able to start moving in and going into my new 
my new home that I've just bought, which I'm That's very excited for. Very, very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, and what is after, what is else is on your list? Uh, I'm going to be attending my coaching apprenticeship. I'm going to be sort of getting involved in that and actually in the tasks. That all kicks off November 1st. Um, and, you know, it, the reason I put attend and, and not like a definitive end is because that runs until February. So there's a few months of that, but I really want to get involved and make sure that it counts and I get as much from that as I can. Um, we'll be sorting the Activated Authors 2022 calendar uh, and actually in the first two months of content, which I've already made a start on. And actually, the last one I'm going to be dropping based off of what's been happening this week, um, which is to run an author survey for my Pillars of Productivity book, because just on top of learning everything and with bootcamp and other projects, like it is just too much for me at the minute. Um, so it's going to be one of the things that I calendar into next year. But yeah, I, I can't juggle it all right now. Oh, we need to talk off camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to read yours or have you got yours? No, I don't have mine. Okay, Sasha will read 30 books this quarter. Right. Okay, keep going. Uh, she'll get a logo for the thing. Yep. She'll create a plan for a series of masterclasses and will have um, edited the accepted anthology stories. Right. So um, <clears throat> haven't edited the accepted anthology stories because uh, I've not been here. Um uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I thought I'd done eight. Mm. Oh, you're slacking. End of October, you've only read eight books. Seven. Seven books. Oh, my God. I thought, read, I thought I'd read another one. That's one um, every four days. Disgusting. Yeah, that is slow for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think I still, I only, only read seven last time, so I haven't really read anything this week. But, you know, I've been away. I'm halfway yeah. through a book. <clears throat> so yeah still on seven um and now i only have two months to read 23 books uh-oh <laughs> so that's getting uh you're completed by the end of november <laughs> no, no no i won't um but yeah i probably ought to speed up haven't i um logo i've got the logo so that's done i've seen it it's wonderful um so logo editing the stories that will get done in November uh what were the other things and masterclasses so okay so I haven't made a plan for a series but I have decided the next one which I think is a good step uh in that um and I've sort of now realized I might struggle making a plan because that means committing to something but maybe I can just do a brainstorm and that can count because then I can pick and choose which one I want to do at the time so that maybe that's what I'll do yeah well I think Um, as well all the planning that you're doing for this first one and the fact that you're running this first one you're going to be learning a lot about what works and what doesn't yeah it'll have to be based off of what happens in anyway yeah yeah exactly um I'm I'm shaking my pants now about uh hitting another 23 books how many is that a month and just for listeners i won't specify a number but this is considerably less than you were going to commit to to begin with <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know but only because i have hit that number uh, in previous months of the year previous quarters anyway and, uh, we always forget how busy the end of the year is yeah i know okay question of the week no, no comments. comments all right comments whatever oh my god so last week's question was what lessons did you learn about yourself during the pandemic and we had eden over on patreon who said one of the things i learned during the pandemic is that no matter where i end up i'll always be drawn back to my hometown for most of last year i lived just north of london a good six or seven hour journey from where i grew up and while there are many lovely things about that neck of the woods i really miss the hills the sea and the general peace and quiet of my hometown so at the beginning of this year i moved back down and haven't looked back it was the plan to move down eventually but the pandemic really was the catalyst for it um, i think a lot of us found that during the pandemic that things that we've been holding on off on we just we just did because i didn't realize they were from down south yes i didn't realize that was their hometown ah okay yeah right the accent's not there we've had this discussion yeah i did yeah i'm yeah i I just didn't put them there like as as that that is the like where they come from so um yeah yeah, i don't know for some reason yeah i have a little mind blown i kind of Oh, like they were more I was middle middle ground somewhere anyway very tangential but I have to tell you this and it was a thing where just a second ago I went I'll talk to you about this off camera but yeah. I think this is also very very useful for people in the audience as well I found out something yesterday I was speaking to an author friend um, a mutual author friend and she blew my mind absolutely blew my mind we went onto zoom we were recording a thing for a thing they were doing and before they started they went oh um, I'm just going to quickly share screen 
and then we'll go into the talk. And so she shared screen and then we went to, and was about to get into the talk. And I just went, hold on, why, why did you do that? Apparently, so at the minute we record NLA in two screens. And, you know, when you're recording um, like a group call, obviously you can have a gallery view where lots of people pop around. When your video is solely in gallery view, Zoom lowers the resolution because it knows that there are multiple screens and the data and all the information, it needs to compress it and it just makes it more convenient for you. So if you don't want to focus on someone, like post, it's really low quality. By sharing screen, you're telling Zoom that at certain points in the call, there's going to be full screenage. And so it records in higher resolution for you. The entire conversation. So she basically bookmarked the beginning with a share screen and the end by making um, going back into speak of you. So it went bigger again. And she was basically saying ever since she's done that, every video she's recorded through Zoom has just come out infinitely better quality. I'm confused. She's shared screen. Yeah. And then stopped sharing screen. Yep. And recorded. Yeah. No, it was recording to start with. Yeah. So as you record, you quickly share screen. So I know. Well, I'll, at the end of this call, we'll test this because at the end of this call, I'll, I should have done this to start with, but I'll, I'll make us into speak of you before I stop recording. And then that basically tells Zoom that when it's converting everything to do it in higher quality, because there are points where it focuses on one speaker and it needs to be higher quality. Oh. It's a test, but it could be exciting if you're, if you're listening to this um, podcast and you know you do Zoom calls and recording and everything, something to try out, but it blew my mind. Yeah. Anyhow, back to the point at hand. Um, John Cronshaw said, uh, biggest lesson was taking breaks is important. I had 13 total days off in 2020. I've already had more than double that this year. I can concur wholeheartedly. Um, Ida says, I learned that I hate homeschooling. I think many of us learned this. Uh, Meg said, uh, it helped reframe my priorities. Life is too short to work like a dog and die. It's for living. So I'm slowing down, smelling the roses and enjoying it with my tribes. And then uh, the last one from Kate Holdsworth, who says, I've learned where the end of my rope is. And then some lockdown again in New Zealand and feeling pretty vitriolic. I've learned that discipline is my friend. And if I show up, the words will come. I will always make time for video calls to family, even if all, all we, even if we all just spend it crying because life is short, has no guarantees, and regret makes for a very heavy suitcase to carry foes left behind. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who shared that that kind of um, lens within the Facebook group and, and Patreon as well because we all know the pandemic was hard in many many ways. Um, and if anything, it has highlighted sort of that it isn't all about work. Mm. And so, yeah, I appreciate all those really honest responses. So, thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. All right, now it's the question of the week. Yes. Okay, so um, it's been a long time, like this is the next level author podcast and every so often, uh, you know, we talk about levelling up. So I want to know how is levelling up going? So this is timely, considering, like I say, on Monday I spent most of it, um, every few months I do like to just splatterboard my board with everything I'm working on and try and figure out what the priorities are and where I'm kind of heading um i can't remember do you remember the last time we actually asked this specific question no it was quite some time ago also <laughs> when we started this podcast i was writing purely fiction and i'm now at the point in which the non-fiction and the author services side is probably about 80 percent of my business um and i have no issue with that but it's it's not a place that i ever would have foreseen me going especially at that point and I think even with the last check-in I might have been you know hesitantly looking at doing some author services and stuff I I don't even know where to begin with this one I think that I don't think I know that so much just has changed in general from sort of confidence in talking about the author journey confidence in like my own work um confidence in choosing this indie life and this sort of self-employed author life because there have been many points along the way some fairly recently um in which I have looked at or not looked at have kind of in my mind played with the idea of looking for something a bit more um like salaried and easier and when I say easy I'm not saying day jobs are easy I'm just saying that it's the idea of having like a fixed number that you come home to at the end of every week and knowing that when you're not at work, you have sort of the, the brain space to, to come by and, and decompress because being self-employed is basically all consuming. But every time I come back to the fact that I couldn't, I couldn't go back to that because I'd end up coming back to this. 
um, which is, you know, when I was in the day job, I was writing, I was working on podcasts, I was doing everything else outside of work. So it wouldn't be any less, it would just be more of what I didn't enjoy. And so I'm, I'm more steadfast than ever to make this my career for life. I have massively leveled up in how I view finance and generating money through my business and the confidence that I place in the value of myself and the things that I offer people. Um, with Activated Authors, I'm very, very happy with how that's going because essentially just the very, very short version is that has been just a journey in the last year itself. Like in November, I ran a boot camp. In December, I ran an editing boot camp and they were meant to be like one-offs. And then there were enough people pretty much begging me to keep the group going that that then became um, the bootcamp group, then turned into Wilcox Writers Group. And then things were starting to become very disparate in, in my businesses and the messaging was a bit confusing. So I know that we spoke a couple of months ago about uniting behind like an idea, like you obviously got Rebel, now I've got Activated Authors, like putting people behind the idea just, number one, tells the people who are signing up what it's about and helps to bring like-minded people together but it also meant that I could bring my services together and I've got a direction with them that is beginning to work and they're all starting to complement each other um I have leveled up in that I'm beginning to understand practically a lot more the fundamental levels of a good way to build a business and to bring an audience into what you're working on um I, I have multiple levels of different ways to get involved in activated authors because another thing we spoke about, and I think that was like October, maybe September last year, is I don't want to exclude people who can't afford the higher tier services from being able to benefit in some way from other things that I'm doing because I just, I remember who I was, you know, five, six years ago when I didn't have the money to jump into some of these more sort of prestige courses and things. And so I really want to provide support for people that can't quite hit that um like there have been a number of quotes along the way that have that have impacted me massively and really helped me reframe my thinking and leveling up one one such that comes straight to mind because i was actually driving uh, at the time when i heard this and it was one of those where i had to pull over and i stopped and i like moved the podcast back because i was like wait i need to i not not only do i need to hear this again i need to m- memorize this because it's it was just ri- ridiculously profound and it was, um, you are always most powerfully positioned to help the person you once were. And I think when we start building any kind of business, there's almost, um, we, we build up this picture of who we should be and who other people are in, in that scenario. And we forget that what we're bringing to the table is our own experience. And the thing that always reassures me about what I'm offering and what I'm doing now, and as I'm building new services and things, is that everything that I'm doing, I stop and I go, okay, is this going to help 2015, Dan? Like, what would what would 2015 Dan do in this scenario or like even 2017 Dan is this stuff that is practically going to help um, people. And I mean, sort of even just at, at, at this point of answering the question, most of my answers are coming back to the community and to helping people. Um, I still enjoy writing. Not, not so much this week, <laughs> but I still like, I love the process of writing. I love the process of creating my own books. And that's definitely something that I'm going to be continuing doing um, much, much more slowly with my own stuff in the future. Um, but I mean, in terms of getting a bit sort of more tactile with leveling up, um, my business has evolved from being probably about 70%, 80% um income from ghost writing and royalties to about 40, 40% ghost writing and royalties. So I've taken a massive step up in terms of creating income streams that support me and will slowly move to, towards um, removing myself from the ghost writing arena. I, I think in the, the welcome I did in bootcamp yesterday, one thing came across very strongly to me, which was, it was very easy for me um, and running those kind of groups and things is very, very, is, is much more easy for me because I just have that confidence because I've been running for like a year now. And I remember running that first boot camp, and like I managed to run it, but there was definitely a lot more nerves and things associated with it. So again, it's that 
it's that confidence building in my head of, you know, I do have something to offer. And increasingly I'm speaking at events and I'm getting more um, sort of recognition more widely. And that's really, really reassuring and just helps me know that I'm going in the right direction. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many ways I can spin it a lot in mindset, a lot in terms of the non-fic in, in, in terms of the fiction, like when Winter Comes came out this year, and I'm so proud of that book because I genuinely feel like in all my six years of writing and I mean, hopefully this is what should happen with your latest book, but I feel like that really is a culmination of so many lessons in this book that I'm incredibly proud to, to have on my shelf and to be putting out because Cinder Smoke still sells, but I don't like it when it sells because, <laughs> because that was <clears throat> that was my first novella. And I know how many mistakes I've made in that. And I know that people will go, oh, I've read this thing. I'm not going to go back and read what their first thing was. And I don't know, I'm considering going back and re-editing it still. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. But when winter comes, I'm incredibly proud of it. And I feel that I've put out something that just makes me very happy. Um, and I've just come out... I just come out of my shell a lot in terms of networking again with people in the community. We've, we've said a few times on this podcast, when I first went full-time, I didn't, I wouldn't say I isolated myself purposely, but I was very much focused on just me. And then over the past couple of years, I've allowed myself to, you know, mingle with some amazing people. Um, and that has, has grown the business and, and taken it in a direction that I never would have imagined. So I guess to, to sum up a bit, Mentally, I'm in so much more of a better place. And I know that we spoke a couple of weeks ago about how you don't really understand your your own business until a couple of years down the line when you really start to discover what does work and what doesn't. Because I kind of see this as when you go self-employed, you say yes to everything, you throw everything into a shaker and over time you shake out the things that actually like bring you joy and also work for you. And I'm at the point where that's beginning to happen and I now have a definitive path ahead that I'm happy with. Um. And yeah, the biggest, the biggest sort of leveling up for me is that shift in really wanting to work with people as well as working on my own fiction. Um, and even changing a word in your own identity can change so much. And I started my book coaching um, arm of my business back in September last year. Uh, incidentally, this week, I, I wrapped up the work that I've been doing with the first client that I took on. And it was very emotional it was very um humbling and like i wish her the best of luck with her book coming out very very soon um but i've i've since switched from being a book coach to being an author coach because i enjoy books i enjoy the process of craft i'm much more passionate about mindset and people's journeys and helping people live the life of the author like when i need to i can give advice on craft and things but the thing that really lights my fire is understanding people's journeys and helping them learn that they have permission to pursue the things that they want to in the way that they want to. So all over the place, but that's yeah. Leveling up. It's going very well. <laughs> this month particularly financially has been very nice. <laughs> yeah. This is the biggest financial month I've ever had. And I didn't realize quite how it's hit another I, th I think I've just got to do the final calculations, but I'm pretty sure it's hit a level I didn't realise it was going to hit, which is very exciting. That mm -hmm. is kind of why I brought the free write. Um, <laughs> um, reward yourself. Yeah, why not? Seriously, I deserve the reward after this month. Um, so, yeah, I mean, levelling up is, is I am levelling up. Um, every, you know what I want to be clear about is that not every single month do we see increases no um so you know I have seen really shit months and I've seen really fantastic months and this is the journey of self-employment um but you are better off measuring over the course of a quarter or a year um and seeing you know comparatively how that quarter or that year is compared to a previous year um and my income is increasing when I left I was 75% freelance work and now it's less than 30% um yeah and really it's dropping rapidly as well um <clears throat> and um I think the biggest shift in terms of level up is <laughs> my mindset 
um, and the way that I see opportunity and the self-belief and the knowing. I know I can do a thing and make X amount of money. And even though I sort of knew that, I didn't know it. Now I know it. Um, yes. And that is changing everything about how I look at next year and about what I do. The other thing that I have realized is that I need to keep more things to myself um, and not tell people, anybody. Oh. Yeah. Um, and and um, so I'm not going to tell as many things as I have been doing um, mm. over, over the next few months because I want to be sure in myself and have the ability to pivot without pressure. Um, and yes. so um, I am staying very silent on what it is that I'm doing for next year um, until I've done the things, um, which makes it slightly harder to have podcasts. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I still think I can be transparent about some things. Um, and so I will be transparent about those things. Um, but yeah, like how is leveling up going? I mean, financially, I, I am definitely leveling up. As I said, um, this particular month is the biggest financial month I've ever had. Um, it is considerably more than I ever used to earn this month. Um, and I, it's looking very promising to beat my old day job income this this financial year. Whether or not I will is still to be to be determined. Yeah. Well, let's just wait because it's still to be to be determined. But it's looking like it might beat my old income, which is good. I'm 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 fingers crossed. It's going to be a very close call, and I just don't know. So we we shall see. Um, Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know, really. I feel mentally like I've leveled up the most. I feel very free, very empowered. I feel like I can make. It's really hard to explain. The shift, because I don't know any new things than when I left my day job, but I know them in a different way now. And. <clears throat> That's very strange because I knew that I could do a thing and make money when I left my day job. But now I know I can do a thing and make money. And, mm. and I, I just don't know how to explain that, that shift or that, that level up. It's very internal. It's very, maybe it's having experience behind you. Maybe it's, I don't know, the belief that we have survived for nearly three years and therefore we can continue to survive. Um, May I offer an analogy? Mm. so do you know like when you get an ulcer mm. and for ages that ulcer is just there mm. and then three weeks later you're something like oh that ulcer's gone mm. to me that's that's the shift as I see it in my head it's that sudden like you have all that trepid not trepidation but there's sort of although like you say you know it there's almost like um you haven't convinced yourself there's not that conviction in belief and then suddenly a few months down the line you're like oh I I've just realized I'm doing this confidently because you've had all that time up and it just it just kind of happens yeah I also feel and this is possibly one of the most important things I feel empowered to say no um mm -hmm. and that's I, a horrible arc to learn yeah it really that is probably the hardest thing I've learned this year to say no um but now I really like no and um I will continue to say no for some time because I have shit that's going to get done next year. And um, I, I want to keep getting rid of things that aren't helping me get to where I want to go. Um, and so, yeah, I am. I am. Excited. Mm -hmm. Good things are coming. Yeah. There are so many different facets of leveling up from finance to to mindset to business to you know the personal stuff that then impacts the business as well um i do i, I say I, I say this often i like going back to earlier episodes of this podcast of you know the podcast i did with luke story studio and just hearing who i was because mm. only in those and this is why i like podcasting because it's a very easy way to document your journey and so in a way this is kind of like a good way of journaling for me it's just recording it and you know listening back and and what's interesting is i like hearing the things i'm saying but then remembering what was underneath it all as well and just the background processes um i think one of the things that i actually really love that you said there was staying silent 
Mm. Like, I think there's benefits to being transparent with some stuff, but I do think as well that there are certain points where you have to reach that internal conviction of what you're doing without seeking external validation and just know, and that's really empowering in itself. Um, yeah. It's also, it's also knowing myself and my strengths, mm -hmm. right? I like my strengths are influencing strengths. Therefore, if I say too many things, then I will be led by the impact I can create or, or in, I will be led by wanting to influence groups of people rather than by what is right by me or by what is right for my business or by what I want to deliver. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I want to do stuff that is going to make an impact and I do want to make a lot of money. Um, but it needs to be in the right way for me. And <clears throat> that's new and that's different because I think before a lot of this stuff was subconscious, whereas now I know what my default decision-making is. I know what my subconscious decision-making can be if I allow it to be. Mm. And yeah, so I don't know, like, I, I feel like I'm not really saying an awful lot. But, I um, think you are. Yeah. Well, I think it's all valid. And yeah, I I know this was certainly true for me is that as you start to learn things and try different things, you rely on other people's models to show you the path ahead. And so you become, or I, I become in, in some ways, um, like a mimic of other people's processes. And only once you've done it a few times, you then start to see where you can bring your spin to it and really make it your own and embrace that you say your strengths to then make that thing stronger and make that thing definitively you mm. um yeah i, I mean <laughs> i spoke I don't to think... um I, hang on i spoke to sebastian de castell last night um and he's gonna be on the podcast, beautiful name i think next week yeah he is also a beautiful writer um and uh he said something that really reaffirmed a few things in my mind um, and basically it was linked, I think it was linked to his rebel story. But anyway, what he was saying is that, <clears throat> sorry, you have to not do the things that you think everybody else wants you to do, but do the things that you want to do. Something I'm saying it very ineloquently. He was much better at it. And he was basically saying that he wrote a fuck you book, um, because he, you know, obviously being traditionally published, he has to write things that are going to sell, that are um, to market. He has to worry about tropes. He has to worry about this, that and the other. And in February, he just was like, I'm going to write a whole book this month and it's going to be a fuck you. And there's going to be ridiculous things in there that will never sell, like rat magic and spoon magic and yeah. like shit that, you know, it, he was like, I just needed to write a fuck you book with no pressure, no, nobody watching, uh, no anything. And he was like, and it, I just signed a contract for it and it sold. And he was like, it was a reminder to me that <clears throat> anything can sell. You can do anything that you want to do and that you're better off not trying to put the popular spin on it. Or, you know, um, I've remembered exactly what he said. He was like, lots of people hate on Twilight. Right. He was like, loads of people slate Twilight. They say it's shit. Who wants shiny vampires? This, that and the other. And he was like, but the the, the problem with that is that there are people who actually do like Twilight and yep. who do like shiny vampires. And and the worry is that those people will try and write something that's Anne Rice or Jay Kristoff or, you know, instead, of, you know, and then what you do is you do a poor man's mimic version of that mm -hmm. instead of doing the thing that is most powerfully you. And he was like, if you like Twilight, then you need to write the fucking shiniest, most glittery, most fucking insta love vampire story ever known to man, because that is what you will do well. And he was like, you will and write then, a better book that way. And you will write a better book. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God. And it just gave me permission to do something that's been holding me back. And um, it, 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 he said a few things last night that I think I needed somebody to say to me. And he doesn't even realize what he said to me. And there was sort of two or three things in that conversation that I was like, 
I know where I'm going and I know what I'm doing now. Um, and I think the gap, like being away and then coming back and hearing somebody say those things really, yeah. really helped. So, yeah, I think I'm going to be listening to that conversation, I think. <laughs> I think even that, that, um, yeah. Anyway, so. <clears throat> yeah. In I've summation, yeah, in level summation. up is going good. Um, yeah. I, I'm speaking for myself at this point, like I'm in wildly a different direction to where I thought it would be. And I'm infinitely happier for it. And I am very, very excited for the future. I think one one final thing I will add um, that I've learned is that while I will not go back to a day job, I do need a way to create a sustainable um, income stream that is sort of, and when I say sustainable, it won't be 100% the same every month, but as much as I can, a raft for which I can then base everything else upon. And that really has been a fundamental shift in a lot of what I'm doing is offering support in a way in which, as I say, I can, I can keep that afloat while building the other things. So there's mine. Cool. Alrighty then. So I think that's it. Uh, the question of the week for everybody listening is how is leveling up going? And um, before we go, Sasha's going to very quickly make herself into speak of you so we can see if the zoom trick works. <laughs> speak of you, go to speak of you. How do I do that? So at the top, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then, okay. But that was only speak of you, not gallery. But we were in gallery. I mean, I mean, it wasn't share screen. I thought you said share. Oh, screen. I know. Well, share screen with something as well, if you want to. Yeah, I have to. No, we can just try it as it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll leave that then. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, and I was. We will see you next week. Bye, bye. Yeah, I will too. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. Hudamorha is good morning. Hudamorha. Hudamorha. But it's spelled God Morgan. Yes. Yeah, good Morgan. Yeah. Hudamorha. Hudamorha. Morha. Morha. That's it. That's better. Yeah. Hudamorha. Hudamorha. Yeah. And then people often say morha, like morning.